welcome to another episode of Murray Musings, guys. We've got a great guest on tonight. Uh, well, for y'all listeners, um, wherever uh, y'all are listening and whatever time zone it is. Um, we've got Angie on and we've got Scott. How are y'all doing today? Doing great because we got coffee and it's beautiful here in South Florida. So all just- good vibes. I just need to I just need to talk through what is going on um with right now for 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 our listeners. Angie is doing a boogie, doing a dance, uh, throwing shapes, as the kids say, I think. I think the kids say that, right? That's what the kids say. The kids say throwing shapes. Um and now she, she's doing this kind of like if you at home want to try and replicate this, like what what what's what's going on? Like she's kind of got her hands like shaking at the side of her head. So like it just yeah yeah she, she's giving it a little bit of the, a little bit of the old shake shimmy and the it. shake, um so stick on some tunes, uh, sit back and relax with us and do a little boogie, while listening to this episode of Murray Musings because maybe we need to do that right now as yes. Andy Murray so you know that's what, what maybe, we need from maybe, Angie maybe 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 that's what we need right maybe that's what we need and um, maybe we need to maybe we need to have those kind of vibes going forward as Andy Murray fans really right. Um, because good vibes what, only. What, what what stretches in front of us is a dark period of no Andy playing matches. Well, so, it's not a dark period. It's just like, eh, Clay, whatever. Like, yeah. Rafa can win it. Like, whenever he comes back, I was about to say, oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, just uh, oh, I like that. I like that. In a um, in a in a snap of the fingers, all the Nadal fans have gone. Exactly. FYI, I've been like MIA from like some tennis because I've been playing a game called Long Winter. It's like Animal Crossing meets Rust, and it's really good. Anyway, um, I do. I do. I, I should oh jump in God. there. I should jump in there and say that we are not sponsored uh, by any video game companies or or video games, but we are not adverse to being sponsored by them. So not if anybody is listening, if anybody is listening and thinks to themselves, you know what? And Andy Murray podcast is exactly the people that we need promoting our game. Yes. Um, then, then, then do 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 email us because we could do with the money. Um, and Andy John. Murray, since you're listening, um, if you yeah. want um, Castor to sponsor us and outfit us with uh, a few kits, I am game for that. Yeah, game I am. I am certainly certainly up for that as well. So, you know, there's, I mean, like literally, you, you could tell us to like, you know. Uh, you know, f- film videos wearing your wearing the shirts. Th- there, there is very little that we won't do for that for those dollar bills and for those those. Oh yeah, it. so dollar make just, you holler. Yeah, exactly right. We are looking I mean, to make always some big big bank here at Murray Musings. Um, so yeah, if you could let us know, that would be ideal. Um, but yes, no, I if, let's let let we should rewind things right because the last episode of Murray Musings must have been recorded a solid like. I'm going to say like two and a half weeks, three weeks ago. I'm going to say, right? That'd be right. Wow. Or, or it yeah. must have been, right? I think it must have been, right, Peter? Like, yeah, before uh, I caught freaking COVID. Yeah. yeah, before you caught COVID. Uh, we, In we'd the middle of them, Indian so. Wells. And, and, and uh, Angie, I'm not sure. Like, uh, of course, Angie, you listen to every episode of my music, right? Like every single episode, right? Right, right? Just, just, you just. Know. Every single I try my best. Yeah. Just press play. Just give us those sweet, sweet clicks. 
Yeah, every every single episode of Money Musings, and you can mute art. us. No kidding, don't do exactly, that. Exactly, no, just just give us a click. Mute us, like let 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 uh let the Spotify just take on through just while it's on mute, just and go listen to something else. Um, but no, uh, basically, Aji, if uh, you know, in the hypothetical situation where you hadn't listened to the last episode of Money Musings, we recorded it. Um, I think between Andy's first and second match over in Miami, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Andy had won his first round match and we were loving it. We were absolutely loving it, right? Oh, no. No, wait. Wait a minute, Peter. Did we? Did we? Did, did we not? No, because we did talk about this, right? Because on our did last episode. we talk episode, about the loss? Because I, I, I think I think we did talk about that. We did talk about it. We did. We did talk about the loss because we also talked about Mark Petty giving us a wee shout out before the match. That's right. So we. Oh, it was that match. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that it's was all match. coming yeah. back to me now. Yeah. So we must have actually recorded it after Andy had lost, but before Miami was finished. And let's be honest, like Andy lost and Miami was finished, right? It like, was. It was. Pretty much. Pretty much. much. And and you know what? That's that's Peter saying that. Peter worked at the tournament. So I mean that's what that's well, well, worked at most of the tournament, right, Peter? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I unofficially worked at Miami, but yeah, I was just there as a fan. Uh Yeah, no, but that's fair. You were there, you were there as a fan. What so talk talk, you know what? Like stuff talk about the winners of Miami, like we all know who won Miami. Well, actually, like we we will talk about the winners because like they were, they, they were good winners in my opinion and um, but what was it what was it like to what was it like to be on site as a fan and you talk as uh, talk us through your experience being there yeah i mean it was actually really surreal because i haven't been back since the 2019 edition because of course covid took out the 2020 edition and then 2021 the tickets were just absolutely ridiculous i wasn't going to pay that price so then going this year it was nice because they did a lot of improvements to the site. So it made it a lot more friend friendly. And then also just gave a lot of entertainment value too. Cause it's just like, okay, you can be there for the tennis, but if you want great food, if you want great coffee, if you want to be able to take in other things, it became more of like, if Indian Wells is tennis paradise, I must call Miami a tennis oasis because Ooh. Okay. It's just it's just okay. the case that it's really not just about tennis. It's really a vibe and they really do a, a good job of injecting a lot of Miami personality in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of, you know, anyone from Latin America really likes coming to Miami because there's so many different cultures that merge here and they really come out and support all the players. So it just makes for a much more fun atmosphere instead of being like, okay, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere and all you can do is just watch tennis and practice sessions. I'm not that kind of fan. I'm like, okay, I want to be at the tennis, but what else is there to do? Like, what else can I actually do around the site? Yeah. So going for three days, plenty of time because I was super tired and I was basically there for like about 10 hours every day. Yeah. But yeah. otherwise, yeah, it was really, really great. That's fair. That's fair. That sounds like an excellent time to be honest. Miami, yeah, Miami strikes me. I know, I know a lot of people were um maybe maybe like maybe maybe you guys both agree i don't know i don't know but like uh, mommy obviously got um a fair amount of, of of criticism or has been getting a fair amount of criticism because it's, it's been a, it's been a couple of years since it moved uh moved sites moved stadiums um and it, yeah it's 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 still getting that kind of that kind of criticism of, of of the stadium and the layout and the uh you know big calls for it to move back to its old kind of home 
Um, but I don't know. I don't like. I I'm fine with it, right? Like I don't know. I, maybe maybe you guys. Just, I need I to know. actually be there and like you know just see like how much more is what spread out and everything. And you couldn't mm-hmm. really grow in Key Biscayne, could you, Angie? No, because it's the case that really that land wasn't the tournaments. It belongs to like a multi-million dollar family called the Mathesons. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And um, their patriarch was like, okay, like you guys can build on this land, but you have to basically abide by my rules. So they right. could have the tennis structures as they did. But, you know, thinking of Indian Wells and all the other tournaments, they couldn't stay stagnant like that. They had to keep growing and evolving, especially since it's a Masters 1000 and WTA 1000. So they wanted to do the expansions and everything. And the Mathesons were just like, nope, you're not doing it. And it was crazy, too, because even the city of Miami-Dade, they did a referendum and asked the people, like, yeah, would you like to see improvements made to this tenant site and it was overwhelmingly positive for the improvements mm-hmm. but yeah. because the Mathesons have so much power over that land they basically shot those votes down so then it was the case the Miami Open was actually going to move out of South Florida completely and out of the U.S. Mm-hmm. and then Stephen Ross came in and was like hey like you know I have Hard Rock Stadium here there's a bunch of space if you guys want to come over and I'll give you the money to just build on the site. You can do that. So that's what they did. So basically, it's the case that the only temporary stuff is the main stadium and then some of the food stands, but then everything else is permanent. So all the practice courts, grandstand, all the show courts and everything, that's all permanent. That's pretty good. That is pretty good, actually. Yeah, that's pretty handy, yeah. dandy, to be honest with you. I didn't that's know fair. that. That is fair. That's good to know. Um, and yeah. it's uh, it's also like I don't know I think that's that kind of adds to the kind of you know it it, it just I, I I just saw like so much criticism and I and I still like it's gonna happen like every year right especially as as more time passes and as more kind of like you know um, nostalgia for the old kind of stadium and the old core part yeah you know comes into comes into motion and mm. um, but yeah no that, that it kind of presents like and it kind of makes sense right like they want to have the freedom to like do more things with like the stadium and the ground and things like that right so they you know I, I, the, the change makes sense to be honest yeah right? like in my opinion like I mean, it yeah, reminds sure. me of sorry uh, to interrupt but it reminds me of uh, people talking about Forest Hills for the U.S. Open and it's mm-hmm. like the U.S. Open is huge now. Like we uh-huh. can't, you know, go back. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah and, exactly. and it was the case too. Like I basically, I think I had sent at least ten or twelve tweets about everyone responding. I think it was like Stu Frazier or something. He was uh-huh. like, "Yeah, this is what the back of stadium court looks like." And I'm thinking, like, okay, hold on one second. It's the case that you're circulating this picture. But really, all I see here is that you're super mad because the press doesn't get a great spot for, you know, their vantage point and coverage. And not to be mean, but it's the case that the press, they're important, but they're not the main attraction. So it's not the case that you're going to get the best spots. Like, it should really just be the case. You should be happy that you're even there covering it and that you get the access that you do. And... When you're a fan on the site, really, like you're so focused on the tennis, like yeah, like you see people walking behind the stadium, but it's not like so glaring that it's basically going to take away from your experience. 
mm-hmm. at the tennis. And then as like a side note too, you're not even going to be on stadium most of the time because especially if you go the opening weekend, there's just so many great matches on. So yeah, like you get a stadium ticket to see, let's say a Roger or a Rafa, maybe even an Andy or so. But then you can go like off stadium, go to grandstand, which is an amazing court. And then all the other courts, like whether it's a practice court or a match court, they're really easy to access. So really most of your time is actually spent on the grounds instead of the stadium type thing. And that is that on that, Stu Fraser. Uh, (laughs) I love it how like there's a lot of narrative that goes around when journalists don't get their way. Um, And that's all on that. That's that's all the Peter's gonna say on that because he's he's good friends with a few of the journalists. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean I'm just giving I'm the tea. Uh-huh. I'm giving the tea piping hot. Okay, uh-huh. that's piping it. Hot. Piping hot. That's how Angie likes it. Um, no, so that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, we obviously the rest of the tournament obviously happened uh, after Andy like left, which I thought I personally thought was a bit rude. So. That apparently the rest of the tournament need to happen um, and um, yeah we, we had our champions in the form of uh, C- Carlos Alcaraz and Iga Sviatic which she I was very that, happy yeah. I was yeah. so happy yeah. about it right like I think most people were really, really happy about it it was two two young champions and you know uh, I think uh, that, that's kind of what, what we've been crying out for especially, uh, you know especially on the men's side because um, on the women's side yeah we, we, we've had you know you know sporadic winners young some younger winners some some slightly older winners and um, of late well you know on the men's side we definitely haven't really had that so um yeah really really good to to, to see Alcaraz 18 years old absolutely mad absolutely yeah. mad oh my and god he goes 20 right and he goes yeah 20, that's correct so really you know obviously he goes had success before this and as has Alcaraz but like not not to the same extent but um yeah, it was, it was, I, 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 you know what, like, obviously, obviously the dream would have been Andy winning it, clearly, clearly yeah. we're going to say that, clearly we're going to go on record and say that, absolutely, but you know what, like, take Andy out, Alcaraz would have been up there for me, yeah, uh, for my, for my, not preference. mad about it, not, yeah, not like, I actually saw some of his matches, and oh my god, I won't be surprised if the kid wins at least 10, 10 grand slams. Like that's Ooh, how 10. good that he is at this age and he's fully developed. Like it's yeah. not even funny. Like if you see him up close, like you can see like all the muscles and like the body, it's like he's been playing on tour for at least five years. Like he's just ready to take everyone by the jugular type thing. Yeah, that the is physicality easy. of him is ridiculous. And I was yeah. wondering, like, in the off-season, uh, even uh, for next year, if he's going to bulk up more or what, because, of yeah, course, I we, saw uh, him at Indian Wells, and it was just ridiculous. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see what um, what his team thinks is best for him going forward, because, yeah, like, uh, you, you, you do forget when you, when you watch him play. Well, you, well, you don't forget, because in some ways he is really young. Like, I mean his game his game is obviously good but like you look at his face and you're like this this is a child because <laughs> mm-hmm. like he does look younger in the face you know um but like it's 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 absolutely mad that you know 18 years old like and and this is what we've been waiting for and i think and, and i do think that that is why there has been such a kind of like 
or it's one of the reasons why there's been such a kind of visceral kind of reaction, like you know, positive, positive reaction to 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 Alcaraz on the on the ATP side. Of course, there are outliers. Of course, there are people who don't like Alcaraz. But like, on you know, <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those things where it's like. How can you not like an 80-year-old? Like, he's literally 18. Like, he's not giving you enough time to, like, do anything to, like, make him dislike you. Like, at that yeah. age. Like, he really hasn't. He's, he's, not been, he's not been around enough on this planet to give him, to give you reason enough to dislike him. Um, like, what, what one of my friends said to me the other day, he was like, oh, I, don't, I don't really like Alcaraz. I was like, oh, really? Why, why do you like him? And he goes, he just he just seems a bit too perfect. I was like, he is an eighty year old kid. Like, give him some, <laughs> give him some time to fuck up, and then you maybe will be a fan of him. Um, but like, I, I do think that that is part of it. You know, he's he's had the success really really early, and you know, uh, yeah, yeah, of course. Like in the next few years, like he's he's gonna no doubt you would you would think win wins the big titles. But yeah, of course he's he's gonna lose some big some big matches as well. And and uh, I think. I'm 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 just really excited to see like what 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 the next few years holds for him. I I don't know. I I I just made some big calls with ten plus majors right there. I can uh, see ten. You can see ten. I, you can't, I you can't see don't 10. see twenty. Like some people, I don't see twenty. A lot. Some people, twenty some is a lot big, for anyone. Some people some people were 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 begging 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 him up to win a major possibly this year maybe even next year. I can't see. I can. See I would see it for U.S. Open. I'd actually see it for the French Open if Rafa isn't a hundred percent, and I think Stefanos, even though he plays well in clay, he's going to go on with a lot of pressure. I'm um, trying to defend those finalist points. And then we don't know how Novak is going to be because he's been yeah, off the tour. Guys, guys, so the best in the world, Novak Djokovic. I'm play. sure he's going to be rusty. So, I mean, <laughs> good luck to him. God bless him. So I think Poor Carlos thing. has to bank himself to possibly make like a really big run in Paris. I wouldn't be surprised I if he won see that a big title. run. Yeah, there is some there is some big calls going on around Murray Music HQ this evening, um. Uh, so 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 that so so we've deduced that Carlos Alcaraz is winning a major major title at, uh, at at the French Open in just a few weeks. Um, is uh, I, I'm, to be honest, you 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 would think like Iga is definitely up there as as possibly favorite for the French, right? Oh yeah, oh god, um, yeah. for sure. I mean, winning 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 the Sunshine Double and hardcore thing. And and ending any kind of reservations that people had for her on on a different surface outside of clay, like it's just, um, yeah, I I, I was really really happy to uh, to 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 see her to see her really like stamp out any kind of any kind of doubt about about her game because she is somebody who um who wins matches through a kind of very kind of almost like a almost like an Andy Murray esque way of kind of like really kind of struggling but like grinding out like wins from kind of like nowhere through like really kind of like hard hard fought battles and then randomly out of nowhere in this recent kind of you know two month period has absolutely dominated like, yes. like love and two and you're like wow this is a kind of different side to to things and it's almost since she has kind of um, being confirmed as world number one, she's like, "All right, I guess I'll start playing like world number one." Like, yeah. <laughs> it's been very, very impressive to watch. Um, so yeah, I mean, she can do this on hardcore, right? So like, surely she can do this in her sleep on clay court. Yeah, you would think. So done it before, and she'll do it again. Yeah, um, I mean, she won three matches with bagels in Miami. 
just ridiculous. Yeah, I think the most surprising was Naomi Osaka because she had been yeah. playing well the whole tournament. Ah, yes. the whole tournament, and then it's the case that Iga made her look like she was a pedestrian player out there. It's like, yeah. oh my god, this is wild, mm-hmm. just wild. It, it, like, yeah, very, yeah, very, very impressive to kind of um, to kind of watch her kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, go about the last kind of couple of months, um, and yeah, like <laughs> it, it is mad to to think that like these two players have who've, who've performed so well on like the hard courts, like we're going into like clay court season. We're like, yeah, like yeah, why not? Let's see these guys play like on the clay, and like I, I think that they could win, like that they could win, because I think a lot of the time in the past, like we have had these players who perform well on hard court, and like right, 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 but like now it's clay, and now you're probably gonna. But like this time, yeah, I think I think it is fairly kind of like yeah, fair enough. I could I could realistically, I think less so with Alcaraz. Obviously, Ego's already done it, right? So we're like, right, yeah, she could probably win. She can win the French game. She's already done it once. Carlos, we're like, right, okay, like she he's he's won he's won Miami, but now it's like five sets and things like that, and it's like, well, let's let's just wait and see. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of I I. I was not mad about our Miami champs uh, after 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 Andy lost, you know, after the disappointment, you know, we all went away and cried a wee bit. Um, Peter Peter even got COVID, um, or you know, in like because Andy lost really, like, um, <laughs> so Andy lost and Peter was like, I've got COVID, like, stuff, it's just all happened. Um and yeah, we all you know we all went into our kind of hibernation of of disappointment and sadness of over Andy's loss. But yeah. oh no, I did not. I went back into the sun, got myself a drink, and was like all around the grounds. But it was a great match that he played against Danielle for sure. It was. It was a good match. It was a good match. I like. Well, we 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 talk we talk about it on the, last the first episode. set was a good match. The first start start. Excuse me. That, uh, like that, I wanted to like yeah. be positive, and then I'm just like, that, that, uh, my brain just couldn't like Peter, uh, Peter, just Peter. do it. It Peter, was Peter, like as, as far as I'm aware, as far as I'm aware, that was the best one set. Not, oh my god! Uh, I mean, the aware. second set wasn't horrible. Like it was the case. Daniel started to get on top of him a little bit more, but he was yeah. still fighting and still made it I mean, a great second set. Angie, Angie, please. Uh, like we we you know you know you're in you're in hella Murray musing territory right here and you know we appreciate you trying to lessen the blow but we you know we uh, we would have liked to see a um, you know uh, and we are going to see a more competitive second set from Andy Murray uh, in the grass court season um because Ivan Lando like let's be honest Ivan Lando sitting in stands taking notes taking names of people that he's going to be you know. And he's going to be beaten. Staring yeah. down people. Absolutely. Shitlisting people that, left and that, right. That's what's going to be taking place. So, um, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, like we, 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 we've already, we've already resigned Andy, Andy's, uh, Andy's match against Medvedev to history, distant history. I but will, like, I will, I will say what? this really quickly, though. Mm-hmm. It was the case that the Miami crowd, even though they loved Daniel, they were willing and the whole match. Like Andy Murray was getting it. a lot of love and support from the Miami crowd. Love it. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? Deserved. That is deserved. Yeah. That is deserved. Um, it and used I think, to be one of his homes. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Too right. 
Um, so yeah, we uh, we we were we were we were we we were disappointed, but also optimistic because Ivan was literally sitting there in the stands. That is something that we did talk about in the last episode. It's the fact that Ivan was literally sitting there in the stands. And we were like, he better be fucking taking notes. Uh, and, and oh, sure. I bet he was with his little I'm notepad sure. and everything. I, yeah, I am almost saying that right now as we're recording this episode, Murray music. So Ivan Lendl is drilling Andy Murray, like you know, like getting him on the course, getting him practicing. You know, that's probably that's probably what's taking place. Um, that only so, makes yeah. sense. That is that is what's taking place. Um, so uh, that brings us on because. Andy's now, you know, away training, away practicing, away kind of, you know, not participating on the clay courts, not kind of, uh, no, no, he's not going to be playing for, for the foreseeable, for the next, you know, at least month, we think, uh, possibly considering, like, and, and a couple of challengers, but that remains to be seen. We're not, we're not quite sure what his plans are in that regard. Um, so, Andy, if you're listening, you could let us know, and that would be, that'd be helpful if you could just, like, drop us an email. And uh, give us a ticket or two. Yeah, to say, like... <laughs> But cash the cash that cow and be like, hey, hook me up with some tickets. Yeah, that that would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Um, friend of the pod, Judy Murray, she might be listening, and if she is, she can make a ticket. Um, so if any of the, uh, any, in fact, if any of the Murrays are listening to us right now, um, just 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 give us a bell. Um, so uh, yes, what was I saying? Yeah, no. So there's going to be tennis happening without Andy. Again, very rudely, but you know it is going to be happening, and um, there is going to be some clay court tennis happening. And uh, Monte Carlo is a tournament that's taking place. Monte Carlo, we're right into the the clay swing, and it's happening next week. Uh, the draw just came out, which Peter only just realized when we uh, right before we were about to record. Peter was like, "I've just been playing video games. I'm sorry." And it Peter looks like, like Dan Evans might be meeting Novak again, and probably will beat him. Well, yeah. yeah, I will not be watching and, that match. And, 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 and like, and <laughs> neither like will that. I. And like that, all the and Joffrey just fans. like that. Of course, sorry, of course, Patty. of course, of course, of course. Joffrey fans have been tuning into my meetings for a long time. Just, to, just, just to just despite you, Peter. Just despite you. You um, can miss me with all of that. I'm just going to be enjoying Charleston and enjoying my birthday tomorrow. That's what I'm going to be doing. Oh, What's your it's birthday? your birthday tomorrow? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's good. that's good. What age are you going to be? 30. Oh, nice. How, how are you feeling about leaving your 20s? I just, I just need to ask. I mean, I'm fine with it. It's just another year, another age, so. I'm quite scared about it, personally, but. I, I, I'm gonna take why it. I don't know I, just, I want to hang on to my 20s as long as possible oh this year will be your uh 30th right no it'll be 29 20 okay 29 okay I knew you were close sorry yeah I'm getting I'm getting there I'm getting there guys don't 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 do this no, no. again Angie is doing a birthday I guess like a birthday dance right now on the camera and Peter's kind of joined in this is getting guys guys we just join in because I mean, serious, looking at this Monte Carlo draw we're, and we're, just seeing Dan serious, Evans and Novak so podcast. close. We're yes. a serious tennis podcast, and you folks are just dancing in the studio. What's going on here? Uh, let's let's try and behave ourselves, all right? Because we've got we've got listeners who tune in to us looking for serious information. You guys, you guys are just dancing here. What's going but on? wait, who's serious about Monte Carlo? <laughs> there, there's a lot of serious business going on in Monte Carlo, like oh. Nova Djokovic is your favorite player, Andy. I mean, okay. the view is stunning, but everything else, I'm just kind of like, eh. Wow, wow. I mean, mean, the prices can go down a little bit more, and so like right? I could get a free ticket or something from someone, anyone. 
possible. Free flight. Some, Hello. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe somebody who's listening. Again, if somebody, if somebody's listening, just, just hook us up. Hook, hook, hook us up and we can, uh, we can maybe get something organized. Um, so, yeah, no, Monte Carlo is happening. Is there any, Peter, have you got, Peter, you got the draw right in front of you right now? Like, uh-huh. is, is it, like, like, who's, who's winning it? Tell us who's winning it right now. Um, I see Rublev, uh, could be facing Alex Dimonor, um, or a qualifier. Um, Dimonor would be scrappy. Yes. I mm. think I would like him to come out of that section because he who must not be named is on the bottom of that, uh, draw. Um, and then Diego versus, uh, Karen, uh, Hachanov is. Oh, my current. Uh, yeah. Yeah. is there. So that's a first round match. And so I'm hating it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Diego can come through. And Felix is up at the Go top. Peter, 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 what are your thoughts on uh, on your boy Diego winning his maiden Masters 1000 in Monte Carlo? That would be amazing. Like, I, I mean, mean, if Taylor Fritz can do it, why not Diego? I think that semi-final would be cute, why but it might be a, it might be a stretch to say he'll win it. Wow. I wow. mean... Angie, Angie, you're storming in here to my music. Anything is possible. Down here. This is what's this is what's happening. Yourself. I know, man. You know, Angie. you know how I, you know how I am with you guys. I give you the truth. I give you my thoughts. Like no filters. Yeah, to me, that's that's not a filter. That that's all. That's all tea. Um, <laughs> but it's with love, though. Tea yes. with love. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. And, and sometimes I need that because it's just like. Is it really going to happen for Diego? No. I think I maybe, think maybe. Peter could Peter, happen Peter. for Cam. Peter, manifest it. Peter, manifest it. Right yeah. Now. Like, just, just take a moment. Just, just, just take a moment. Picture him holding the trophy right now. Or Casper. Ooh. <gasps> yes, my Casper. Casper uh, can play uh, Kretsev. Uh, oh, that's gonna be tough. Yeah. Casper, Casper is someone who, who genuinely, I'm like, yeah, he could possibly. Right, like on hopefully the clay, his wisdom on tooth the is fine. I saw, I saw, I saw people thinking that one day Casper could win the French Open, and at that point, I'm like kind of drawing a line. I'm like, absolutely not. But uh-huh. I mean, but, when Rafa retires, probably. Come on, come on. He's really good on clay, those guys. He's really good on clay. Folks, we're not going to be one day sitting here on Ed for the Miami and talk about Casper, the French Open champion. Like, <laughs> it can happen. Hey, happen. it can happen. I, I will say this: If Barbora Krachikova can win the French Open, anybody can win the French Open. Okay. Krachikova, like she's actually she did well in in doubles and singles. You see, you see, gotta give her see. props. Don't be, don't be, don't be. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. But but like, come on, folks. Like, come on, come on, come on. Casper Ruud, Casper Ruud. Like, how I mean, many clay titles has love, he love, won? Three. He's fantastic. I think three or four, and he won three. Back to back to back last year, yeah. And the only other guy to do that uh, for a while has been who? Andy freaking Murray. You're goddamn right. Uh, quite, quite right. Quite right, Peter. Quite right of you to mention our boy again. So um, see, the Andy Murray energy is strong, so it's not that far-fetched. Yeah. All right, folks. All right, okay. So now, now we're talking about the now we're talking about future French Open champion Casper. 
you know, possible winner of Monte Carlo this week. I mean, and, if Dominic Team can get to the finals and Casper can, I think. Oh, come on, oh, Peter, 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 Peter. Yes, come on. He's got come a on. good forehand. Peter, Peter. Give and he moves play. really well. Peter, yes, Peter, Peter, and Peter, he's got Dominic great team, hair. Dominic, Dominic Team is is a is a Grand Slam champion. Yes, like, he won the he, he won the U.S. Open, man. Like he and he, like, is a Masters finalist now. A Masters finalist, Peter. Like they're so ah, oh, come, come like I can't I can't be seriously. He's still here young. Give him time. All right. I'll Maybe. say watch. Watch in like three years when he's a Grand Slam champion at the French Open. I'll be like, remember this yeah. episode of Mirror Musings when you're all like, no, he you ain't going to do it. What? Or you watch what? it happen this what? year. Just everyone, everyone, every, everyone who's listening to us right now, yeah, like, you know, bookmark this episode, all right? Bookmark this episode, save it somewhere, right? And then send it to me. Send it to me <laughs> in, a, like, in the bizarre, far off, like, distant universe. Where Casper would win the French Open. Yeah, I will this remember clip. this and be like, you won't. The clip. You, 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 Peter, 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 but that's the thing you won't remember. Rub it won't it like, it oh, won't no. happen. No, no, no. Casper is always manifesting this destiny for him. He deserves a good win. Are you, hey, are you if, right, okay, 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 right, 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 right. So I'm sorry we're, going, we're, I'm sorry we're focusing too much, too much on Casper. And I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not like, a, I'm not a Nick Curious. So I don't hate, I don't hate Casper, but. Like, are we are we are we seriously going from a time of like, oh yeah, Djokovic, Nadal, Federer? Are you are we seriously following that up with Casper Reed? Like, is that is that what is that what we're suggesting there? Wait, like, who's no who's not that Djokovic? Right, Adji, we know that you're a massive Djokovic fan. You don't need to pretend anymore. So, like, uh, but the like, thing I'm, is, like, he's got a great, like, complete game. It's not like. Novak level, <laughs> as I like. It's not like Novak Djokovic, like so out of that my looked, mouth. That looked, that looked hard for you to say, Peter. That hard. <laughs> but I mean, okay, it rating Novak, Rafa, and Roger like on a scale. Obviously, they're tens. Casper would be like an eight. Novak Djokovic is a ten. Really, are you, Peter? Are you, are you are you are you winning? Are you winning a major title from an eight? Is that, is I mean, when Novak like retires like in a year or two, sure. It's not... I mean, I think unfortunately he's going to be with us for another like what three age, years. What, what 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 age is Casper? What age is Casper? I honestly don't know. That's a very good question. Do, do I think he's Kasper. like twenty four. I, I can't believe we've now became rude ramblings. I can't I can't comprehend the fact that this is what. I mean, weren't y'all? There's workmen out the front of Mario Music HQ changing the name to Rude Ramblings right now. Like they're changing the title. Above He's the 23. Right. He'll be 24 this year. Wait, wasn't it the case that y'all were like Radicano Ramblings too? Yeah, we were. At some point. Right. Yeah, we were Radicano Ramblings, but like it, that is that is slightly different. That is slightly different. I would argue. Like it is slightly different. Like the the the, the WTA is the most unpredictable of unpredictables. Like, yes. Whereas the ATB, you know, I don't know. I think you're right in saying that, like, the ATB is going to become more unpredictable because obviously it already kind of has. We've got Carlos Alcaraz as a, you know, a Masters 1000 champion. And Cam Nori. And Cam Nori. Cam Norrie. freaking Nori. Yeah, he is quite right. And Cam Nori. But, like, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. 
All right. Yeah. Do you just really... not like his game? Is it just like too? I don't know. Like I don't not like his basic? game. I, like no. Because no, I mean, I, I understand that. I think I think it is just a little argument, bit argument, but yeah. I don't agree with that argument. It's just, it's just a little bit like okay, like fine. Like, it's a forehand. It's a backhand. Yeah, it works. It's well. good movement. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, he's okay, nice okay. to look at. Okay, 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 okay. He's but a like, nice you know, person. You're not, you're not winning a major title with a good forehand and a good good movement. Like you're winning, you're winning, you're winning a major title with an outrageous forehand, like and an absolutely stunning like movement. Like that is what you are doing. Like you can't, you can't, like you're not winning like major titles with good, a good level. You're winning. I major mean, he with, could like, be on a hot streak one day. Who knows? Who knows? Okay, all right, right. We'll see. We'll see. Again, folks, you listen to this bookmark it, all right? Um, and all, 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 all the Casper Rude fans, of course, you're going to send me some hate on Cigar. Uh, so obviously that's going to be happening. I'm expecting it. I'm expecting it. Um, and again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a curious like. I wish y'all could hear Angie's like face right now because she was just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think I think Angie Angie's gone off me slightly here. Um, like shower, fine. shower Scott with that hate because <laughs> it's unacceptable. It's deserved. And you know what? I don't say if Casper Root, again, we're making this joke here again in regards to players listening to us. If Casper Root is listening to us, Casper, please come on and tell me to shut the fuck up to my face. Please. Please, please. We need that. We need that. Please do use this negativity to fuel your and I, love I love you. I love. I love Casper. I love Casper. Yeah. Do you though? But see, like he actually wouldn't say those words. He would just be very expressive with his face, like I am. Mm-hmm. Would he? Would he? Would he? Would he just? Would he come into Money Musings HQ and just sit down in a chair and just stare at the screen, stare at me? Is that what he would do? No, I mean he would talk to you, and then he would just kind of be like, mm. would he? "Like, what'd you say now?" Interesting, interesting. All right, you know what? I I wait that. I wait that. I want. I want that. I want Casper to come on my music. Um, so Casper, if you're listening, um, you know, we've got two people here who think you're gonna win the French Open one day. So come on and meet them, and shout at you for me, please. Thank you. Um, uh, how do we get on to Casper? Yeah, Casper, he's he's winning Monte Carlo. Is that is that is that what we're arguing here? He is could, that, right? He, he could. could, yeah. Is there any what other contenders? What, who, who so else? a fun first round match is uh Vavrinka against Bublik, but uh, oh, that's gonna be well, dicey, I think. I, yeah, I think Stan's getting absolutely pumped. <laughs> he is like, I think he's getting absolutely it'll be fun to watch. I yeah, I hope the backhand is firing because that was literally his money shot and so beautiful to watch. Yeah, I, I I do think that he's getting he's getting beat in straight sets. Uh, I, I don't. Yeah, mm, I'll say I'm, like seven five six three. Yeah, I give like. him a sixty percent shot to win. Peter, Peter man, you are optimistic I'm, today. I'm I love being it. Nice. I'm being nice. Peter, you give him a sixty percent shot to win. Like, yeah, against Bublik. Really? I mean, like, he's good on clay, right? He's played on clay before. And he's won Monte Carlo before. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but he didn't, did he not get absolutely crushed in his first match? Like last season? Yeah. Well, you know, like the he's first go around. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you go back to a place where he has success and all, like, you know, the good vibes start flowing. So, yeah, you can work your way into it. At least he's not playing, like, you know, a Karen or like uh Andre or something or even right, like a right. Stephanos. Okay, okay, okay. So you yeah. guys are arguing. If he was playing yeah. Stephanos first round, uh, he'd be like, <laughs> so 
sorry, honey. Bye, Sam. You're gonna lose. Mm-hmm, but Bublik isn't like an awful first round. Yeah, he's kind of like a journeyman type player. So it's like, okay, you can do worse. Get move your way into a match. You could do worse. You're all right. You could do worse. Yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Okay. So that's a match. Um. Did Did you mention Rublev? Did you mention Rublev? What's is Rublev up? Rublev's potential, right? Was he? Did he beat? He's got to buy, and then um, either Alex or a qualifier. Okay. Okay. So yeah, he's in the half with a center. He he did he did beat oh. he did beat Nadal last year right he did beat Nadal last year. Uh, I honestly don't remember that. Carlo, I, think. I don't. No, he beat Stefanos. Where did Andre beat? He, he Andre beat Nadal on clay. I swear. It I, might that have. sounds familiar, but I don't oh, remember those kinds of. Things. I think he beat Rafa in the semifinal and then beat Stefanos in the final. Where? Yeah. Stefano, Sitsipas won, though, no? Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. Stefano's won Monte Carlo, right? Yeah, Stefano's won Monte Carlo. Are we Carlo, talking about Madrid? But... No, I, I think we either I get... Rublev, we need Rublev. to Google this People are going to be screaming at us right now and being like, it was... Because I think it was either the quarterfinal or semifinal. He beat Rafa, Andre did, and everyone Rublev, made like a big thing about it. Rublev crushed him, didn't he? Rublev beat him in like straight sets, I think. I think so. I thought it was Monte Carlo. Peter, you Google it. Yeah. Peter, please do Google it right now. I am not seeing a darn thing for him. Did this all happened. Really? We manifested this. I Wait, really one second. Like one second. Let me scroll down. Yeah, quarterfinal. Okay, see? Quarterfinal, right. Did he lose in the yeah. semifinal? Did he lose in the semifinal? Oh, thank you, very <laughs> You know who was amazing that reached the semifinals of Monte Carlo? You'll never guess, Scott. You'll never guess. Oh, for God's sake. Casparud. Yes. Oh! And it was 6 3 I really, a tight I really forgot about that. Oh, my God. I honestly didn't see much of Monte Carlo last year. But see, you see that result, Scott? It isn't that far-fetched that he could win the French Open in the future. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I'm not. I'm not. Just, yeah, okay. All right. Okay. Bye. I then, love how this turned out. I, I, this I, I, took I, I, a I, left I, turn for uh, rude ramblings, real quick. Right. Okay. So let's let's get predictions, Peter. Who, Peter? If you had to put your house, your house, like the house you're sitting in right now, if you had to put your house. On someone to win Monte Carlo, who are you putting on? Zverev. What? Oh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I want to jinx him in the first wow, round. The, I'm kidding. Uh, Andrew, He's Andrew getting Andrew a has pain um, all over. <laughs> I think I want Cam or Hubie to win it. Yeah, oh, you uh, think Cam Norrie's gonna win that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm win. just saying I want them to win. Right, but if you had to put your house on it. But I'm I'm trying to figure it out. Um, Peter, it's not if you Felix. had to put your the house, the house you're saying in, you had to put it on something. <sighs> Let's do Andre. Let's do Andre. I could, Andre. I mean, Stefanos, Stefanos could win it. Hey, hey, come on now. 
Uh, is it because Novak's back? Is that why you're all like, like, yes. Listen, 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 listen. Are you telling me? Peter, like, again, I'm I'm, I'm not trying to argue my case, but I also am. Like, are you you seriously saying that somebody was like, Peter, you have to bet your entire house on someone. You're betting on someone who hasn't won a Masters 1000 yet. That's who you're betting on. He's gone to the final. Right, yeah, but he hasn't won a Masters. Like, are you betting it? Angie, Angie, come on now. I know you don't like the man, but like, what's the deal? Like, who are you putting your house on? In the spirit of rude ramblings, Casper Rude. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Like, okay, I'm, I'm listening to your prediction. If I had to bet $100, I would that's bet. Not, that's not on, my question, though. My question is on no bet- I don't want to bet my house. Okay, 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 okay. But if you had to bet $100, who would it be on, Peter? It would be on Novak. Would it? Okay, gotcha. All right. Angie? Casper Rude. Oh, come on. Yes. <laughs> Get that money, honey. It wouldn't be, but okay. Like, I know it wouldn't be. In reality, I know it wouldn't be. Like, because I he's gone to the almost, Yeah, and I could also make a counter-argument. Like, Novak is arguably the best hardcore player that's ever played, but what happened to him in Dubai? He got his ass beat by Yuri Vesely. So I'm like, bro. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, if you had to put your house on it, like, you wouldn't not bet on him. Like, you wouldn't. Like, really. I mean, he's really rusty. So yeah, I'm not going to bet my house on someone that's rusty. Yep. Uh, rusty see? and old. Yeah, okay. you see? Okay. All right. We'll see. We'll see. Um, this episode will be coming out before the tournament has started. Excuse me. So you'll all be able to hear this before it's out, and you'll all be able to yell at us and scream at us, um, probably at me for disrespecting certain players, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't mind. Um, I'll cry about it when I get the hate DMs, but that's fine. Um, yeah, you're going to put some respect on some players. <laughs> some respect. Can we just talk about like one tweet? I'm sorry, this came up and I I had to do this. Um, Patrick um, M, you know his last name. I'm not even gonna pronounce it because yeah, from that academy. Um, He said when he is at his best, I think Djokovic is the best player in the world, even on clay. I know it's weird to say that when you see the number of Roland Garros uh, titles that Nadal has won, but if you look at the figures. Novak beats Rafa many times on clay. And I think what somebody quote tweeted with like Novak has 18 titles on clay and Rafa has how many titles at the French Open? Yeah. 15? Yeah. And like when I so saw I mean, that tweet- Novak can win Monte Carlo. He he can. Think- Is he going to? Is he going to? I hope Is not. Casper Rude going to? Is Casper Rude going to? Like he has gonna... a better chance. I hope so. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe yeah, but... this is like thirty percent. No, I, I would say forty or fifty percent. Me antagonizing you, Scott. I know, I know, and I'll let you have it because I love you. But mm-hmm. like, uh, I'll, 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 I'll let you take it. Um, no, uh, yeah, Patrick Marthal, you know, like that guy just talks out his ass the entire time. Like he just chats, chats and chats and chats shit. 
And oh yeah. And he knows like he can't get Rafa because he has his own academy. Like Novak doesn't have that. So he's like, yeah, like let me try to get the best player the in the academy. Really, no, I think to, like I hype think, it up. Yes, 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 yes. He definitely wants Novak over there to like get some promotion for it. That's a hundred percent what he's going for. Like one hundred percent. Wait, Patrick um, and promotion in the same sentence? I know. Oh, I know. that's his middle name. Oh my Patrick, goodness. Patrick promotion. Uh, Morikoglu is what they call him. Uh, well, now he doesn't. Now he doesn't have Serena because that was big news. Like he doesn't have Serena. Yeah, he's got Simona now. He's got Simona Hallett. Yeah, that's who. Who's in poor Simona Hallett? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a big Patrick Morikoglu fan. It, you can't tell. Me either. I'm not. I I I just think that so much of his stuff like is derived from trying to get publicity for his, you know. For his academy, that I'm sure good work goes on at. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm but, sure he's a decent coach, but whatever. Yeah, I'm sure he's a decent coach, but I do think that Serena probably could have won. I don't know. I think there was an argument to be made that for Serena being successful, regardless. Well, he could have I... won a. She could have, excuse me, won a U.S. Open without him. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yes, yes. I'll just yes. say that. Very true. But I will say, like in his defense. I don't, ne- I don't necessarily defend him all the time, but I think like in the first like two or three years of their partnership, they worked really, really well because yeah. Yeah, she had won a lot of majors before getting with him. But I think like since she wanted to maybe get a little bit more serious and play for longer, she kind of needed that person to give that different insight. And, and then that- She improved on clay too. Right, so that made her like a smarter and more efficient player. Now, for the amount of time that they've been together, I think she should have dropped him like three, four years ago. But I think it's just the case that because she's a person, a personality herself, she can just kind of compartmentalize, be like, okay, Patrick is being a dick, but hey, like, you know, I got my own business, like I can still win. So he can kind of mouth off whatever. Still be on the payroll, whatever. She's got mm-hmm. money for that. But yeah, especially after that U.S. Open debacle, you should have been fired right away. Be like, no, nope. exactly. you're getting out of payroll like indefinitely uh, now. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like, uh, I, I, I do. I, yeah, I would, I would also agree with you though, Angie, in terms of like, uh, what's the argument that's usually made by Serena fans? And I think it's probably very valid that like she probably wouldn't have won. Yeah, she probably wouldn't have won the French Open without him, right? Like because she he taught her how to like hit her forehand very very much which i then think was detrimental to her later when trying to transition back to other surfaces really okay yeah i i I think so like she started really kind of like hitting over her forehand loads and loads almost like rafa-esque yes Um, yeah and to and that you know it does obviously work on clay but like i think i don't know i think she tried to like land her shots a bit too too short on on other surfaces um, but again, that's that's me who's just a tennis fan and is not really, you know, <laughs> like a professional tennis analysis. So, if any Serena fans, like dedicated Serena fans, you know, want to want to let us know if that is correct or not, if we're analyzing this correct, let us know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I I thought Morozoglu was buttering up Novak to try and be Novak's coach. Um, can you imagine? Like that would be. <laughs> That would have been a pairing. Uh, <laughs> that would have been a combination <laughs> of uh, of players. Um, but uh, but now yeah, now he's going to be coaching Hallett. 
how do you see that coaching relationship going? I, I mean, I think it'll be fine, but do I see anything major happening? I'm not sure. I don't know. Peter? Hmm. I honestly just wish her the best. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Killer Kale, he's like ultimate. Like, I think things can improve, mm-hmm. but I don't know how much like more needs to improve. Yeah, I would kind of agree. Like, that's what's the really thing. Gonna, what they're really going to bring to Hallett, the team Hallett. Like, what's he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not buying it. Like, I'm, and it's probably because we're not sold on it that Howard will now go on and win Wimbledon, like, or something like mm-hmm. that. But, yeah, sorry. Um, but I would love, like, of course, the big, the big, the big debate though was, is this Serena retiring? Like, is this Serena? I don't think so. I think it's kind of like almost a parallel to what I was saying before. Like, when Serena hired him, she almost needed like that extra five percent or so because she was kind of going on a big downturn and she needed something like very, very fast and very powerful to kind of turn herself around. But I think it's the case that for Simona, she's probably going to play like another year, maybe two if she really wants to. So I think her getting together with Patrick now is kind of the case like, okay, yes, for as narcissistic and opportunistic as he can be, he actually did bring something to Serena's game and he has that clout. So for Simona, she's like, okay, like, yeah, I just need that one or 2%. And because Darren isn't really going to travel that often, but Patrick is always around. Then she's like, okay, like here, let's try it with Patrick. If I can get that one or 2% I'm looking for, that's all gravy. If she retires at the end of this year, then she's like, okay, like, yeah, like I actually got, a good enough coach in my team to maybe win another Grand Slam or a few more big titles, and then she can kind of just go off with her husband and then live her life type thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll uh, it'll definitely be interesting to see what the next couple of years, I would say like two years, really hold for Serena, like what she then plan, and of course Venus as well. Like obviously Venus is, uh, I think, overlooked by a lot of of tennis fans, but like Venus is definitely there as well. Uh, I I I would definitely like to think that they are going to play at least another few tournaments at some point. <laughs> yeah, I need to see um, them in Cincy and see them at the U.S. Open. I, I mean, I, I think it would be the U.S. Open. I don't know if it's really going to be Cincy. Like I, yeah, I was just gonna give say, me I'm that not, hope. I'm not sure if I can see them. Like, I'm going to go on right. I'm not sure if I can ever see them play a Masters 1000 ever again. They like I Cincy. wouldn't be surprised. But it's, I think, kind of like they, if they're going to play a tournament and actually train for something, they're going to train for like the big events, almost kind of reverting back to how they were in the beginning of their careers, where they focus more on the Grand Slams and not so much on the smaller tournaments. I think it's really going to be the case, probably for both of them. They might not play after this year. So mm-hmm. it might be Wimbledon and the US Open. And then they'll kind of just put the curtains on. Oh, wow. That's that's big. That's big. It, it all remains to be seen. And uh, Serena's leaving us in suspense, dropping some videos where she's hinting at a Wimbledon participation, a US Open participation. It's uh, it's all it's all very much up in there as to what her uh, her 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 kind of plans are um so 
yeah, we'll 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 wait and see on that on that note as well. Um, anything else? Anything else been in the world of tennis news that you guys want to want to mention while 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 we're still recording here? Is there anything? Yes, Joe Salisbury is the number one in doubles. Big moment. So, big moment. Heck yeah. Yeah, freaking legend. Uh huh. I told oh. him that he was a legend when I uh, saw him in Indian Wells, and he was like, "Thanks, man." So yeah. Did he? Did yeah. he say thank? Did he say yeah. thank? Yeah. Thank you, Peter. I I know that you're. Yeah, dedicated. we're on a first name basis now. Are so you? We're yeah, cool. Okay. We're co- no. Wendy, no. Wendy, Wendy <laughs> Not on the even. Wendy coming on the podcast, Peter? Honestly, I don't know. Maybe he's listening right now and saying, "Hey, perhaps." Hey, come on. I think I think it's very likely actually. Um, no, so major shout out to to Joe because that's that's a huge moment, and I think again probably hasn't been spoken about enough to be honest. Like. Um, just in amongst other things, like I, I think, I think that's a really big time achievement for him. So, um, yeah, shout out, shout out to him. Uh, Angie, any other tennis news that we should be mentioning on this episode of mine? Yeah, so I'll mention two things. I actually did see him in Miami, so oh. I saw him play against Feli and Steph out mm-hmm. on an outside court, and I was really impressed. Like I didn't really know Joe Salisbury until my friend Susie told me about him because I think she knows him. Um, through his parents so she was like yeah like watch for this guy because he's really really good but I hadn't seen him before and then when I saw him in Miami I was like wow the ground strokes are big like has a great serve and he has really great hands so well deserved especially after all his hard work um, to get to number one and then exciting exciting news Um, I'm gonna go to the Barcelona tournament for the first time when I'm in Barcelona yeah, you're gonna are you you're gonna see Rafa? Uh, are you gonna see Rafa? Is Rafa playing? I was I mean, about to say I don't know when he's coming back. I don't don't I don't know. I don't think so. But I think it's still gonna be cool to the grounds because I think there is a statue of him, and then the center court is named after him. So I'm like, yeah, him. to be able to see a match on Pista Rafa Nadal, like that's pretty epic. So mm-hmm. I reckon there surely might be a chance of him being there. No. Like uh, no, 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 maybe not playing the tournament, but maybe there. No, or um, am I? Am I? Am he I, might. Am I, he might be. Hopefully, he'll get there. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But that's really, really cool. When, when does that start? Andy? When does that start? So not n- next week, but the following week. Oh my gosh! So when do you get off? To is that like do you get off like just before that or? Yeah, so I'm actually heading off to London Monday, and I'll be in London and Manchester throughout next week. And why are you not coming up to Scotland? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, like, it kind of didn't work out, because I, I found, like, a really good accommodation why price you, in London. Why are you like I Edinburgh? I, like, planned with my friend Gavin to see him in Manchester, so... Why are you not coming to Scotland? I mean, I'm thinking about coming back to London for Labor Cup, so maybe I'll do you're Scotland. You're thinking about it, are you? You're thinking about coming. To yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, maybe in the fall. I know. I know. Peter. Peter also hasn't come to Scotland. Yeah, I need to come. It's like a long time coming. You know, home it'll home happen soon. Birth, birth, birthplace of Annie Murray. I just want to put that put that on record in case in case anybody doesn't know birthplace Annie Murray and. Uh, we've got two big Andy Murray fans in Murray Museum's HQ right now who have never been to Scotland. So, 
Um, I think, yeah, I think you guys need to sort that out at some point soon. Uh, so if you could do that, that'd be great. Uh, but that's really cool that you are going to Barcelona, Angie. I wish that we could also come to Barcelona. But mm-hmm. um, in fact, and- you know, Peter, Peter, do you fancy it? We could just go, mate. Like, do you want to just go? Like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, yeah, so hang. We'll 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 come with you, Angie. We'll come with you. We'll meet you over there. Um, we'll we'll have a party and it'll be fun and it'll be great. Uh, and I am making that up, so we we unfortunately won't be. Murray Murray Musings doesn't pay us enough to go. Uh, the, I the mean, boss- you could manifest it for for this year. Like we're skipping Clay. Sorry, Angie. We're skipping Clay. Um, um, that's 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 where we're at right now, folks. Um. Are you generally give us yeah give us give us thoughts? Obviously, Andrew, you're probably feeling quite positive about clay court season because you're going to a clay court tournament. That's very very cool. Um, but generally, generally, how are we feeling about the clay season, Peter? Or what, what's your thoughts? I'm excited for Rafa to win another uh, French Open. Mm, I'm excited, but I also want to see like who else is going to be in the mix because. Even though I'm going to Barcelona, I am generally pretty ambivalent about the clay court season. It's not my favorite part of the year, but if you can see live tennis, um, I think that makes it a little bit more palatable. And then I just want to see throughout from like Monte Carlo into the French Open, is there going to be like a good mix of winners, like whether it's the oldies or some of the younger guys coming up and actually winning titles? Well, I'm surprised neither of you mentioned Kasparud in there uh, somewhere. Uh, just an on. Oh, you know that's a given. I don't have to mention that's a given. Naturally, naturally, naturally. Uh, I I would go as far as to say, yeah, I I would, I would probably put clay court season for me at bottom of preferences. Have that's I just right. Have I just annoyed all the Bath fans? Probably. Uh, I I think I would. I think I would. Do I prefer? I mean, I just I just love hardcore just because hardcore is easy. Uh, I, no. But what about grass? Oh, I like grass. I, I love, love the grass. I do, I do love grass theories. I do love grass. Theory. I love Queens. Queens is one of my favorite tournaments. I love. That I, I love, need to go to. I love the. Oh, I've been to Queens, but not when the tournament was on. I've just been to Queens when the tournament wasn't on, and I, that was that was a bizarre experience. Wait, so. I do have a question about Queens. Like a lot of people say, like it's a beautiful venue, but it can be really stuffy. Is that true? Uh, when I mean, when I was there, like my uh, so I went with um, with a friend of mine who I went to uni with. She's a she's a great woman. Shout out to her. She won't be listening. Katrina Allen. Uh, she won't be listening. But um, she's actually she was actually um, uh, she's actually um, <laughs> she's actually a member of Queens Club. Um, oh, again, uh, shout it to her. Maybe we should get her on an episode. I don't know if she'd be up for it. Uh, she's actually a former real tennis world number one. Uh, so, real tennis is basically uh, the original version of actual of tennis um, where it was played like indoors. It was, it's almost like a hybrid of like squash and tennis because you can. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, my, my, my friend Katrina used to be world number one at that. <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was amazing. Uh, and her photo is actually up in the Queen's Club, you know, venue. Um, so yeah, she, uh, she, she's, she's very cool. Uh, and she, yeah, she, she, we, she, we went there, she took me there and we were wandering around. Um, so when I was there, as I say, it was, it was, it was quite empty. Um, stuffy though, I can definitely see that. Um, it's, it's very kind of, yep. 
high class establishment i would i would go as far as to say just that it, it is you know i, I wouldn't put it on wimbledon level of like pomp and circumstance but yeah i, I definitely say yeah i mean the houses around there are like ridiculous astronomical amount of money um like the the, the restaurant the food there it's like just yeah, ridiculous like customized <sighs> um so it is it is it is quite i mean as i say I, I was there i was there when it was very very quiet there wasn't that many people there but um but as i say i was sitting in the restaurant we were having a coffee and i just looked down at the table like on the balcony below us and dan evans was there um with his team like <laughs> just uh, like having something to eat and then they went off and trained uh, down so that that was a pretty surreal experience i will say that but um yeah g- generally generally speaking it is yeah, I, I I can definitely kind of see the kind of whole kind of yeah it's it, it is I mean it's London it's it's London and it's a kind of upper class kind of like venue like uh, club really um, yeah right? like you have to like you get checked by security as you drive in and you have a pass and things like that so yeah it's got all that um, so yeah I mean it's a London it's a London tennis club so um it comes with kind of all the caveats that London tennis clubs generally do I would imagine so yeah very yeah. Posh- is it worth a visit though? I would definitely say so. Like I, I would I would recommend going when there's a tournament on, like rather than what I did. But um yeah, I I, I really want to go when when the uh when when the tournament's on because I think I think that would really bring it to bring it to life even more. Right. Lot, but as I say, when I was there, it was very quite it was quite eerie because there was hardly anybody there. And I was like, this is a place I've seen like at these epic matches, I've seen Andy winning the titles right here. Mm-hmm. And, like, the center court is usually right there the center court like in reality isn't there it's not even a thing like when it's when it's um when it's when like i can't even remember what time of the year i went i think it must have been like early in the year somewhat so um like the big like stands and stuff weren't weren't there or anything like right. that so it looked it was pretty it was pretty dead like <laughs> um so yeah it's uh it's 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 a really really interesting place. I, I I would definitely go back when the tournament was on. So, um, so yeah, when let, let's go, let's go. Like next year, guys. Like we'll plan out for that next year. We'll go there. We're going to Barcelona in a couple of weeks. We've got everything planned out there. So, um, I mean, so yeah, I I would quite like that because I want to go possibly to Queens Club and I'd love to go to Eastbourne as well because it looks really beautiful out there. Too. Yeah. Eastbourne never, looks never, nice. Never been to Eastbourne. Never been to Eastbourne. So can't comment on that. But it does look good. You're right. Like the the, the venue for that looks really, really good. I think yeah, I'd like to go to a couple more tournaments here in um, in Britain because I I'm very lucky to get a chance to uh, go to Nottingham Challenger last last year, which was good fun. Uh, I've been to uh, when it was there the the O2 finals, but that was back in like 2011. That I went to the O2 finals. Um, and now obviously that's not a thing anymore. And yeah, obviously went to yeah went to Wimbledon last year. So, um, yeah, I'd like to go to a couple more of the smaller kind of um, in tournaments uh, like Queens, like when it's on. Like I'd, I'd I'd really like to kind of yeah yeah go. So we should we should plan something. Guys. We should go with Murray Musings on too. We should do that. We should do that. Angie, you coming along? You you're coming along as well. We'll get Claire. Uh, and we'll 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 get we'll get we we my music road trip. Oh my gosh, we'll do we road trip to all the British. Love it. Yeah. But you know, I have to ask since you wrote an article about it, are you gonna try to go to Labor Cup at the O2? Uh oh god. Uh, if somebody gives us tickets to go, I'll go. Um, if they unblock me, I'll go. 
they 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 um if they give me tickets to go, uh, I would go. Um, but as of right now, like I, I, I like maybe the prices will get slashed more. I don't know. But like as of right now, like I just I, I, and maybe I, hell can freeze freeze over. The, the oh yeah for sure yeah, uh, that the prices are just too much and like it, it is astronomical. But that uh, the problem is like that's that's London that's London for you. Do you know what I mean? Like because people they will sell those tickets like because that is like london london has a lot of upper class tennis fans like it has wimbledon there so they know that they can get that money for it so like they know that they'll probably sell out you know um because they can um it just it'll be all the suits and boots who are sitting in the seats so um so yeah no very unlikely that i'm gonna go very unlikely you know if andy was announced i might sell my soul i might sell my soul and go I, I would do it. I, would do I it. mean, I think it's the case that like Judy has some rapport with Roger, so he she could be like, hey, like you know, I have some like really awesome like tennis fans that are like fans of Andy. Like, can you hook them up with like some tickets, maybe a hospitality suite? And not to show up, but Judy Judy does follow the old Miami's account, so we could always uh, see. Go for DM. So can we talk? Can we talk very briefly now that we're moving into the end game of this episode here? Um, Peter, can we talk about Judy calling us out on Twitter? <laughs> Do you remember this? Uh, so which one? Uh, which one? Uh, so the one uh, happened just a few days ago. I basically tweeted. It was a very tongue-in-cheek tweet um, after Alcaraz won Miami, and I tweeted out saying, "Oh, this is a list of Andy's." Uh, Andy's biggest achievements, uh, and it was oh um, yes, uh, w- winning the Olympic gold, <laughs> winning the U.S. Open, winning Wimbledon, like and Davis won, and being Ka- Carlos Alcaraz uh, in there as well, like because Andy beat Carlos Alcaraz last year. We did like we should talk about that more uh, at some point. But yeah, so obviously I tweet this out, kind of tongue in and Judy Judy came into our replies and was like. Davis Cup. <laughs> <laughs> period. Davis Cup. Period. Because <laughs> we hadn't, I hadn't mentioned the Davis Cup in the tweet. So I was like, you know what, Judy? You're right. <laughs> You're right. The Davis Cup needs more respect put on it. Um, so that was, uh, uh, I, 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 do, I do sometimes forget though. Like, I don't know. Peter, do you tweet from the Murray Music account that much? I don't know if you, I don't know if you do. No. No, I I, do, I I forget. I'm like I I do forget that literally like Andy's mom follows him. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I haven't seen any tweets lately. The, well, I mean, we we do tweet. We do like every so often we we retweet on it. But I do I do it is it is a sense of like I have to be some like somewhat serious because Judy Judy does follow us, you know, like. You know, we can't like that's the thing though, like because like we, we you know we, we we like to like make fun of Andy and stuff like that, right? Like, but like no, we can't really do that on the Twitter. <laughs> yeah, no. Because Judy will be like, what's that? What's that? And that is why I don't tweet from that account. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, it's a little bit of an added pressure tweeting from the old Miami account. So, uh, but but Judy, if you're listening, we love you, and please do come on another episode. Thank you. Yes. Um, so yes. Um, yeah, we 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 talked we've talked about a whole load of things and classic classic Murray Museum fashion. We didn't plan out any of it. We could, we kind of just jumped into food. Um, Angie, Angie, it's been a pleasure having you back on. And uh, how have you liked your your return to Murray Museum? Is, is it being is it being a good one? Are you are you going to come back or have we scared you off? Like, what's the what's the vibe? What's the As Maddie Keys famous famously says, vibes just good vibes. vibes. So yeah, just always vibes. come back. 
the vibe with you. Just vibing. Vibing, just vibing, just vibing. Um, Peter, Peter, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good, positive going forward? Um, yeah. Yeah. As yeah, Maddie yeah. says, c'est la vie. C'est la vie. Um, and yeah, I'm feeling, I'm feeling all right as well. Obviously, there's no Andy the next few weeks, but that's okay. That's all right because we'll we'll be looking out, we'll be looking out for his practice sessions. Hopefully, he'll upload some to them, and he'll, you know, in terms of his practice schedule or something. I don't know. Um. Uh, but uh, what what one thing we we should mention is uh, obviously Claire wasn't on this episode. Um, is it uh, uh, like she, she she's a little bit unwell right now? Is that right, Peter? Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a little bit unwell right now. So uh, shout shout to Claire who can make it on this episode, but she is she is uh, sending you all the strength, Claire. Sending she you all says the strength. hi. Absolutely, she does say hi. She does say hi. Um, so yeah, shout out to Claire, and um, we love you. And please, yeah, please, please. Please come back at some point. Please come back on the next episode. Um, and uh, yeah, I should also say as well, um, <laughs> Peter, I haven't even mentioned this to you yet. Um, so uh, our te- technically, uh, we- we've talked about our last episode. We've talked about our last episode that we uh, that we uh, that that we were together. When we were talking about Miami and things like that, and after Andy's lot, match loss. But technically. Technically, that wasn't our last episode, was it, Peter? Because we did upload another episode. <laughs> we uploaded episode 53 of Murray Musings called A Conversation with Ivan Lando. And that was on the, the 1st of April. Uh, uh-huh. 1st of April. Uh, and as of right now, Peter, that sits like at 184 listeners. Yes! <laughs> Yes. Yes. So many of those those lessons have came after April 1st. So like people will be listening and be like, what? (laughs) So I never listen again. I think at some point (laughs) I am gonna go into and change the title and say episode 53, this was an April Fool's or something like that. And change the title just just to make it more apparent for people who who are listening to not on April 1st. Um Oh my but, god, that's amazing! Yes, uh, a, 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 apologies, uh, apologies to anyone that we got with that, but also like at the same time, like it was. Were good. we ever, were we ever gonna get Ivan Lando on the podcast? <laughs> I'm not sure. If we'll ever I mean, you never say, know. You shoot your uh, shot and see what happens. Come on, Angie. Of all the people that we're gonna get on Team Matt, Team Murray to, to on the podcast, I think. Like even Lando might literally be bottom of that list of people that we're gonna successfully try and get on the show. I think, I think, I think, I think I would go as far, right? I would go as far, right? Call me out if I'm wrong. We might be more likely to get Andy himself on the show than even Lando. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Because given we've had his mum on the show, I feel, uh, I feel like we might be in in with more of a chance of getting getting Andy on than than Ivan. But you know what? You're you're right, Andy. Never say never. Never say never. Well, remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. But um, anyway, we've rambled on long enough for this episode. It's going to hopefully be out before Monte Carlo begins, um, which is fun. Uh, uh, bear with us, folks. We are going to be recording more episodes of Murray Musings um, over the clay court season. We know Andy's not playing, but we'll we'll be popping around. We'll be chatting general. We'll still stuff. care about it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. We'll still yeah, work. it's going to be rude rambling. See, there you go. And on that note, uh, <laughs> and on that note, and on that on note, that note and we're on that gonna note, let and, you go. On that note, Angie is not invited back, so uh, Angie's Angie's just 
And she just handed her key back uh, to my music. Uh, she won't be returned. Um, so we hope that you've enjoyed listening to Angie because she won't be back. Um, I just no, tell the more, truth. Yeah. On a more serious note, uh, yes, we, we will be sticking around, folks. We, there will be more episodes of Mario New Things. They will be sporadic. Of course they are. They were always sporadic. Do you remember when we first started out Mario Music? We were like every Sunday and we made it. We, we did do every Sunday. But now it's like every whenever we can be bothered. Um, well, whenever, whenever yeah, y'all we were all like come together. Whenever, whenever we come together, whenever we can. Yeah. Um, and I so, was out of commission for a little while. For absolutely. absolutely that I mean, cool. y'all were doing the damn thing. I was like, look at my faves. Oh, yeah, thank yeah, we, you. We did, we did good. We did good. We did good for. Uh, we, we we stuck to a schedule. One day we'll get back to that schedule. Um, but right now we're uh, we're we're powering we're powering through, and we'll uh, yeah, there will be more episodes. So stick with us. Stick with Andy. Believe in Andy. Believe in the grass court season. Uh, while waiting out the clay court season. Come on, come on. Yes. Uh, and on that note, thank you very much for listening to yet another episode of Murray Musings. He's been Peter. She's been Angie. And I have been Scott. And this has been Murray Musings. Thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Andy Murray, and you've been listening to the Murray Musings podcast. Thank you.